0: It can be that, that clear of a picture. This fuck this little Roku TV I got in here. You see some of the drinks they got in Best Buy? Some of the, the TVs look like you can fall inside of them. They ain't even glasses no more. This ain't even glass. They, they, they just put crystals in here now. <laughs> you. We, just, we don't even look through glass no more. We're just, we looking through crystals now. You know, you know, this is a, is a year. And they choose to go sub dick or crack rock. Oh, All right. Super. No, no, no. We're here. We're safe. We're here. We're safe. You feel safe?
1: I think so.
0: All right. <laughs> no, do you no, feel I, safe? No, I certainly feel
1: safe. I certainly feel All right. safe. And that was my bad.
0: All right. Well, listen.
1: Is this covering my face? I can't. No. Okay, cool.
0: No. I want to start somewhere. Okay. Um. Specific. Okay. This is I was I was listening to a song the other day. Okay. And I've listened to this song many, many times. As have you. Okay. (laughs) And you know you keep listening to music, and sometimes you hear stuff. Like we hear something in like No Savages song or we were like, you'll hear something new and be like, man, we didn't actually quite give this line the credit it deserved. And you hear like new things or like there will be connections to other lines or things that you just didn't you didn't hear before. I was listening to Benny the Butcher in J. Cole's. What is this called? Johnny Johnny P's P's Caddy. Caddy. And I was listening to it again. Now again, I've listened to this a bunch of times.
1: I will say, pardon me before you go further. I always skip his part, Benny's. Yes. So I we've listened to <laughs> damn, this damn. You
0: skip his verse every it's time. It's just
1: it's cool. Like listen, I, know I don't want
0: to talk about his verse. Okay. But 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 damn, you skip it.
1: Yeah, because it's cool, and I will hear it sometimes. Yeah. But the amount of times I want to hear Jay Cole's verse versus the amount of time I want to hear Benny. Are are just very very different.
0: No, I like I'll
1: give him a few listens, but I won't jay cool
0: No, yeah, I'll listen to him every once in a while, but like if I just want to get to that verse, because I'm like, hold on a second,
1: what did he do on that verse again?
0: I'll just go back to it. Okay. Thank you, Von Marie, for being here with me today. Of course. Okay. Where was it? Where does this shit start? I can never leave without checking no problems. All right. About time I got my respect. Okay. So first of all, yeah. before the verse starts, because we've never actually talked. Like, we've we've talked about the song. We've talked about how crazy we think his verse is. But we haven't gone through and talked about what our understandings. Because something might happen here. You might have a, a slightly different understanding mm. of some of the lines and maybe certain things may come to light, or we can talk about some of them, and this may spark something else, like a newfound love for this. Okay. Okay. About time I got my respect. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So I start thinking about his verse on this song far before he starts rapping, by the way. Okay. So the last thing that Benny the Butcher says is, It's the Butcher, nigga. Mm-hmm. Oh, and before that, it's about time I got my respect. It's the butcher, nigga. That's the, that's the last thing he says. Then J. Cole starts just talking. And the first thing he says is about time I got my respect. It's the butcher, nigga. And it makes you feel like... Now, again, also keep in mind that when my interpretation, I could be putting a bunch of shit out that actually yes. J. Cole did not do. But it makes it seem like he is in chorus in a sense with Benny. Like he's saying it on Benny's behalf. Like, yeah, it's about time. He got his respect. He's the butcher, nigga. But no, he's saying it's about time. I got my respect. It's the butcher, nigga. And so it's like, he's taking on the name. Like he took the butcher away from Benny and said, it's about time. I got my respect. It's the butcher, Okay. you know? So he's speaking from his standpoint, in saying the last two lines that Benny said. So that's the first thing.
1: I've never thought about that. And J. Cole's talking about being the best ever.
0: And he's in the whole verse is about him being the best ever in killing everyone else.
1: No, he definitely did that. Change. See, did
0: that. already, before we even got to the verse, change your idea of what this song You're is. You're right. Hold on a second. Because we're not even done with him talking crazy. yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cold fucking world. Uh, you know what it is when I show up. I'm on 10, nigga, not nine. I'm on 10, not nine. For sure. And then he starts <laughs> on the night. Now, I told you the way he says it. I take all this stuff into consideration because J. Cole being who he is, he's extremely methodical the way that oh, he yes, we've strings about this. together his words and all that. So there's going to be a ton of him using like the same sort of rhyme scheme. It's going to be like A, A, B, A, 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 A. Like it's, he just keeps right. going. So because he u- he uses or employs a technique like that, I take everything he says that way, and I think that he's placing other words places for them to rhyme. So again, he's just talking, I'm on 10, nigga, not nine. On the night I was born, right? So you already have nine and night set right next to each other. I'm on 10, nigga, not nine. On the night I was born, the rain was pouring. God was crying, lightning struck, power outage, sparks was flying, the real ones here. The young boy that walk and then the way he uses lions all these times. It's really good. The young boy that walk with lions around the outlines of chalk where the corpse is lying. Of course I'm trying to revive a sport that's, that's dying. But the guns and the drug bars that y'all relying got these nerds thinking that you niggas hard as I am. But that just means I ain't as comfortable with y'all as y'all, as y'all, y'all with that. lying.
1: This is one of my favorite. Like processes. you,
0: you see what I'm saying? Like no, for sure. It, it's it's so it's so good.
1: It's Str- yeah. Go ahead. No, because it it's so great because he's following such a cool rhyming scheme whilst doing a phenomenal job at expressing what it is that he has to say. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, he's telling you a very clear and concise story. Right like He's not just saying rhyming words for no reason. They're extremely intentional.
0: That's what I was saying yes. about his expertise about being able to be someone he's, he's that can amazing. that can say things in small, concise, pithy, witty, understandable, digestible ways. like it like that's a real fucking skill to be able to do that. So and no one does it like him.
1: no, no.
0: okay. All right. here we go. All right, got these nerds thinking that you niggas hard as I am, but that just me and I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying, stretching the truth. No, I never stress in the booth. They feel the pressure. Me? I felt like I just left a masseuse, effortless. How I'm skating on these records was proof. I put your favorite rapper neck in the noose, (laughs) never letting them loose. Cold world, the heat of blast through your speaker. Heat of last the Mohicans, no weaklings last in my sneakers. Nigga want me on a song. He don't see the wrath of the reaper. I'm probably going to go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature. I'm higher than niggas and don't need a bag full of reefer. Some see the glass is empty. I see a glass full of ether collecting his bread in mass. Like he a (laughs) Catholic preacher. Collecting his bread in mass. Like he a Catholic preacher. Just to count a nigga cash, you might need a calculus teacher. Eureka. Now, this part was, was dope. The so, second
1: half of this verse, the the one you just said in what's coming up is my favorite.
0: Because for him to say, just to count a nigga cash, you might need a calculus teacher. Eureka. Einstein on the brinker. By right, the way, right. that's a way of rhyming, right. right? Like, Eureka. Einstein on the brinka. Theory of relativity. The theory of relativity, really, no MC equal. To take Einstein's E equals MC squared, which is the theory of relativity. Right. And to say, into and, and on the back end of calculus teacher to say Eureka, Einstein on the brink of theory of relativity, really no MC equal.
1: It's crazy. No, he he absolutely killed it. This is this is a phenomenal verse.
0: Now what I will tell you is that after that I get a little disappointed.
1: What what follows after this? I forgot.
0: <sighs> right off of one of the hardest lines on this. Cole pen be lethal. Crib like an old MTV show. Uh on God, the best rapper alive headshot, and they going to ask the best rappers that died, they tell you he never lied. Oh, that's yeah. That's fine. The Cole Pen be like, so he just got off of the, the theory of relativity and he goes straight in it. Cole pen be lethal, crib like an old MTV show. That was just easily the weakest line. Like that's for sure. Okay, so your your pen is nice, and then crib like your crib is like. The sh- like the houses that were in the show Cribs on MTV. Like, is that, like, it just, it didn't, it wasn't nearly as creative and in sort of, uh, yeah, I guess creative is the word. Like it wasn't yeah. nearly as like creative and um, damn, what's the word? It, it, just, it just wasn't very startling. Like it wasn't, it wasn't shocking. It wasn't awing. Right. It wasn't surprising. It didn't stand at all. out. It didn't stand out. Yeah. You just said exactly like my crib, crib like an old MTV show. Right. Now, unless he, d- there's something that I don't understand about those two lines paired up next to each other.
1: But I was <laughs> right.
0: just like, I was just like, uh, I was like, ah, I was kind of like, whatever. But as a whole, in just, again, the way he flows through the whole thing, it's like, I just, I had to go over that again. I knew there was at least a couple of things that
1: no, especially that would have brought it to life. The Benny the Butcher line. No, I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's he's one of those artists that when they really want to give you something, they're going to do it better than pretty much most people. But sometimes, they may be saying funny things.
0: They're just going to chill and just do something.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He probably do, you probably don't want to get like sucked into a vacuum of yeah. just being one guy. You know, you probably were like, but what if I just want to have fun?
1: Right. Like, You're I just, just wake whatever. up one
0: morning and I just want to make a record with some of my fucking hood rat friends <laughs> and just. And
1: Still make out a lot of money.
0: Yeah. And just, yeah, no, and we're going to do the Jackie. All <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
1: the Jackie. Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, all the songs that he makes that are like that. The, yeah, the fucking. It. That last mixtape that he came with the Dreamers came oh, out with. Oh,
1: yeah. No, that was not for me.
0: That was crazy. That was not for me. That would that was not a good No. And I mean I, I didn't listen to the mixtape, but I did listen to the song that he was on, and I did not like his verse. Like it wasn't for me at all.
1: I do that song. Um I sent you that video on Instagram when I saw it.
0: Right. It's like Shmino. I don't know how to say his Shmino, name. Shhmino. Something song. like that.
1: I listened to it today and I his like his verse is cool. It's cute. It sounds nice. It sounded great on a fall day windows down, sunroof down, like that felt great. He ain't telling you really nothing.
0: You want J. Cole to be like, you are looking for a certain kind every time this nigga talks. Like you.
1: Because, because he's one of those people that stand out. There's not real, there's not another J. Cole. Right. And no one can really come close except other few artists that are slightly better than him. I think it's (laughs) like you have J. Cole and you have some people that are kind of close and then you have just artists better than him. But yeah, he, he's certainly a phenomenal writer. He has a great vocabulary when he needs to. And he tells you a beautiful story through music.
0: Who are these artists that you're saying are like, <laughs> are, are like around well, him? Let's just say around him. Okay,
1: I think Big Sean should be one of those. I know he's controversial. <laughs> and let me tell you.
0: You mean he's controversial because no one looks at Big Sean that way?
1: Yes, but I, I think that he certainly is much better than most people. People that I think are good at providing their service to this craft.
0: He's good. But he's missing. And and it's rough to say because he's like a spiritual guy. But I guess yeah. B- but he he's with Janaeako. He's a spiritual yes. guy.
1: They're having a baby.
0: He, he's a spiritual guy.
1: Oh, that's what you're saying.
0: <laughs> but it's just he doesn't. It doesn't reach like the depths
1: you're right no that's i you know, know what you're saying like he's
0: like it he's like a tier below you're that. right
1: you're right no he's slightly he wraps he wraps really. very
0: well yeah he plays with all of his melodies and cadences yeah. like it's it's I like on that front it's awesome
1: right
0: you know it but he doesn't quite reach the the core yeah like when ask Keon he'll tell you when Keon listens to fucking Kendrick and Mr. Morale on the big Seppers, oh, even, yeah, even though different. he never listened to Kendrick before, when he hears that, he says it goes straight to the bone. It's true, and I and I feel that way too. Sometimes when I want to listen to like a lot of hip hop, I'm gonna go to like a few artists because mm-hmm. I'm trying. Like I, I do want it to. Yeah. Usually, there are times when it's just like whatever. Yeah, exactly. But but usually I want something to kind of cut through no, that's and very hit. True and big sean there are some of his songs that like kind of make me feel that way yeah
1: no that no i certainly wouldn't say it's a lot of them
0: yeah i, I
1: certainly think that he has potential but no I, I certainly agree with that but i don't listen to a lot of hip-hop or at least as much as i used to because i did listen to a lot of hip-hop before so i i really couldn't tell you Things who's are around him yeah Things it's just it's too days. different for me you say this often i think about this often I'm certainly getting old and I'm only 26. I've been old for a long time. Yo, it's no. a little bit
0: different when you say cuz at least you, you at least I hit like the 30.
1: I know, but I think it also means nothing.
0: No, it doesn't have to mean anything, yeah. but at least just it, it, it's the 30. I
1: I've just I've just I've been around older people for a long part of my life. Like I started having friends that were 20, 30 years <laughs> my senior when I was 19. And that yeah. was, you know, that was cool, so I I just I've been out of touch for a while with with people my age. I don't know many people my age. I don't know what they're going through cuz we're not we're not going through the same thing. Uh, so I I spend my time listening to classical music. When everyone I speak to about that just says how bored they get. So we're man. just not on the same wave. Yet. Yeah,
0: for sure. I would have never been able to tell myself or anyone how much of a classical music listener I would be, an enjoyer, an oh, enthusiast never. I would be when I was younger. Even just like five years ago, no, I couldn't have told you that. I no. don't think, no, I couldn't have.
1: Yeah, I think I've been. Keon I've been was listening. asking
0: me the other day, like what keep what music I was listening to. because he was asking me if I was going to listen to the Twenty One Savage Drake album that's coming out.
1: Oh, anything with Twenty One Savage that long? I don't know.
0: That long, like a, a full cool project. Album. Yeah,
1: that thing. That's, that's excessive.
0: But but it, but when you got Drake singing next to him and creating melodies, know. You
1: like know? are we talking like seven songs or thirteen to twenty? Like
0: nobody's making really the twenty song albums anymore. Chris
1: Brown, he drops one Chris every six, Brown six months. Is he is drops different. like twenty-seven songs. He just in there oh! <laughs>
0: and just start fucking dancing just and
1: break dancing somewhere.
0: I don't. I don't. That was a terrible Chris Brown impression. But no, yeah, I don't I don't I um I, I don't listen to his, but I do know that yeah, he'd be coming out with like double packs and they'd be like forty-two songs. <laughs> like I know he came out with like a 42 song album. <laughs> no. It was like a double it was like a double disc type of deal.
1: Easily thirty of them were the same. Like the same sound, <laughs> like just different renditions That's,
0: That's what, what I'm like. saying. I haven't, mm-hmm. I don't listen to him anymore, so I don't want to be ignorant, but I feel like It's been a long time. Is Chris Brown putting together like that many songs that that like
1: there's no way i don't think anyone you think he's
0: still like having fun and like creating new things but like, oh like that's a new sound like i'm gonna do something new with this 42
1: songs i couldn't tell you because i don't i i'm not in the know or he's just
0: he always just a mastermind which people do say mm. people say that chris brown doesn't really get the the love he deserves because he's still living but if he died mm,
1: he? He,
0: they'd be like he's better than michael jackson
1: Oh, I didn't know that was an argument.
0: They'd be like, why, why would he not be? They're like, he's been doing it since he was a kid. Maybe it wasn't like Jackson Five kid, like you know what I mean, age, but he's been doing it for a long time. He was he was when it comes to dancing. Oh yeah. Chris Brown is killing almost everyone.
1: He was the top pop R and B singer and on on that movie at the same time. Oh,
0: I saw I was on YouTube the other day and fucking Stomp the Yard clips came up for some reason. I had to click those, it's C- crazy. and you know what? And I had a choice between two videos to click on. Which were? They? One of them was "Stomp the Yard" see, dance scene one, oh. it, you know, and dance scene four. And the other one was fucking. What's the other one? You got served dance oh. scene. And da- First of all, I don't know why these came up in my algorithm because I'm not checking what for are no, you no, doing no, now? no, 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 no. Because I'm not checking <laughs> for none of these people, so I don't know why it came up. But when I had that choice, I was like, "You got served." Can get the fuck out of my face next to Stomp the Yard.
1: It wasn't that that white girl the, the, that was breakdancing? Is that the that movie?
0: No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about?
0: You're talking about, and I love this movie as well, you're talking about Save the Last Dance. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: With fucking Julia Stiles in
1: it. I used to live for um, Step Up.
0: <laughs> of course you did I saw a nigga the other day actually at work that looked like Channing Tatum I gotta show you this dude does like, he work there? I looked at him yeah he worked down in pastry I
1: oh like, I think I saw him <laughs> yeah. I was like wow what are you doing I was
0: kid? like who the handsome big ass nigga <laughs> over there with them, all the muscles coming through the shirt why are your muscles coming through the shirt I'm like that nigga look like Channing Tatum
1: oh no I saw him from the side I didn't get his full face but he looked handsome and definitely well sculpted
0: Oh, yeah, from the side, yeah, you know, I call them out. Yes, you do. (laughs) I call them out. (laughs) All
1: the handsome. yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm sorry, you were saying,
0: Oh, Julia, I wasn't talking about Julia Stout. Yeah, I was just saying, I'm certain that there were a lot of dancers involved. And Stomp the Arts is a good
1: movie, it is. It's very, it's very good. I've watched Stomp the Arts so many times.
0: It's a good movie, those dance scenes are so good, they're so iconic. And when just the dance scene seemed to be a thing and like, again, you got served, like these things were like, it was cool. They
1: were really good. You
0: know, motherfuckers crumping, <laughs> you know, and, and, and fucking Chris Brown sliding on his elbow across the floor. Like they were doing some stuff, but you knew that there were clearly good dancers there. Yes. Choreographed stuff. Awesome. They I can only hard. imagine the amount of time and energy and effort and planning and shit that it took for these people to do. Because these are athletes. Yes.
1: Yes. And but, professional dancers. But I'm
0: certain that oh. some of them, there were like some backup people, maybe for some of the main people. Okay. Like for some of the main actors, all of the main actors were not doing all of them damn dances. Not all of them. Not and, right. and maybe they were doing some of them because they would catch their face in certain frames, but they're not doing all of them damn moves. Okay. Some of the moves where they got to be upside down or they're sliding somewhere, it could have been like a you stunt. You
1: Chris Brown was doing his own stunts? Yes. Oh, because I think so.
0: And that's the fucking point. Oh, understood. Is that that was Chris Brown dancing right on that floor?
1: No, he's he's very talented. I think his daughter. I read something maybe a year or two ago. She is taking like she had been taking dancing classes since she was a tiny little baby. So I think <laughs> Chris Brown is gonna like she's that's crazy. she's made like a little name for herself. I think.
0: Imagine, man. You know, I was. It's funny because I was. I was sort of. Thinking about this the other day. It's like when people have babies, all you really, all you can do is be who you are, right? Just like most other times, or you can try to be something you're not and that looks stupid and it is weird in life. It doesn't work out for people. But if you're just in your home and you are prolific at something and your home is just filled with music all day and, and right. dancing or Whatever it is that you're prolific at, whatever it is you do at the house, and you have a child, and that child just—they have your DNA. And from day one, this was this is what uh, the Serena and Venus oh, Williams. Just
1: thinking about that.
0: Yep. What was his name? What they call him? King some. King something?
1: Larry. King Richard.
0: King Leary. Leary. I said Leary. <laughs> King Richard. Yes. Whatever his real name is, it, is right, it just I Richard Williams?
1: I think it's Richard Williams.
0: He started from day one. But how it, crazy
1: is it that he made them to be who they are? He made them like that's that's just an insane place to be. For for who
0: for, the, for I mean for everyone involved, I guess. Well,
1: yes, and I, I, it's worked out now. But to to make that decision to to get yourself and your family out of whatever crappy place they were in, you made two human beings. And you were dedicated, or you dedicated your whole life to make them yeah. the best in the world, and you did. And that's cool because they will always be the best in the world. It's crazy. Which is insane. You created an el- a legacy that will never be broken. And it's also really fucking weird that that is the reason why Serena and Venus Williams are alive today. It's because they had a purpose
0: Yeah, that's way a, that's before
1: a, pre- preconception that they were an idea, yeah. and therefore they were created. It's like some weird lab shit. But just a regular person because you just...
0: Yeah, I know, but all right. Okay. All right. I'm on you with that.
1: Because I I can fully accept that even though people don't really admit it to themselves, we bring children into the world for selfish reasons. Okay. But I think it's, it's different to maybe put a kid in a sport and push them to do very well. And that maybe means that they don't quit. After the first practice or you push them to just take a bit longer to really, truly figure out if this is not something that they want to go forward with. Mm. But imagine the strenuous training they must have gone through for like the first 15 years of their life.
0: Well, I haven't read any autobiographies from either one of them, if they have them or if any docs have come out. I haven't watched any. I just watched the movie. (laughs) Just watched the Will Smith, you know, rendition of this in Hollywood. Um. It didn't seem like they didn't like it. It seemed like they were about it. Now, is it? Are they about it because they've had a tennis racket since they could hold a tennis that's racket? what I'm saying.
1: Do they really have an option to decide? Oh, I mean, like this is because I don't think it, they did because they had a purpose. Was to be here to play tennis. So I don't think I know, it was. I know, but if they,
0: but if they like it, but and, do
1: you think you maybe like something if you've been made to do it? Like that's the only thing you know how to do, and you're good.
0: Yeah, but I don't. I, um, okay yeah for sure i understand what you're saying it seems weird i think that my scope of weirdness i think uh surpasses yours so i see everything that everyone does is weird so i there's you know
1: what i think of what (laughs) sorry that scene in atlanta where donald is playing this weird guy that's like michael jackson and the dad is just hitting him and abusing him to make him be better what's his name benny
0: Benny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just, I I feel like, I feel like it just has to come from a place like that. Maybe they weren't getting beat to death, but I don't think that this must have been a healthy environment at all. Mm -hmm. Like it just seems impossible to become the best to ever do something for the history of humanity. And then (laughs) you're just like, like they had a regular life and regular training. Well, no, 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 no.
0: You can't. If you're ever going to be the best in the world, your life is not normal. Right. Like you Yeah, so I mean if you're saying that that just like any anyone that's ever been prolific, just the best to ever do something, yeah, their life was not normal. Right. It was not normal. They had to go through like some weird stuff to get there. I
1: just feel like it's weird to take away choices from people from a very early, early age because I don't think because now that they've completed this process, I think it would be, I'd probably say that I would do it all over again if it got me to where I am today, which is the best to ever do something for mm-hmm. the history of eternity. But I just think it's interesting to just completely not give a person a chance to figure things out.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. For, like
1: to really take away a lot of choices because parents do have to make choices for their children and probably for a very, very long time. Mm. You could be 18 years old and your dad's trying to steer you in the right direction but like this is different. Mm. I think this was this is quite peculiar. But hey, I don't, again, I think they would probably do it all over again. Yeah. So- I just find that 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 idea very interesting. Mm. I think there was a book about that too. My sister's keeper. I read the book and I watched the movie. And I forgot the whole family story, but essentially the youngest sibling, which I think was a sister, she was conceived because her sister needed certain blood donated and I think like, she was made for a reason, and it was to keep her sister with cancer alive.
0: Oh, shit. It's
1: something like, I'm probably getting it completely wrong. But, but they yeah, needed, but even
0: if it's roughly
1: close they to They needed, that. like, either blood or stem cells or something from a specific child that they didn't already have. So mm. she was born for that reason. Um, so that was an interesting part of the the movie. So I, I always think about that. I think that's, that's an interesting thing, to have kind of obscure selfish reasons to bring children into this world aside from the very regular normal
0: the normal selfish, selfish reasons.
1: reasons like i want a little baby that looks like me
0: yeah it, it, and that's and that's where you kind of lose me because it's all weird. to me yeah it's all weird and it all has okay so so they were conceived and made and they were made to be the best of this realm of the world right of all time so they were brought here and they were given one opportunity and that one opportunity was to be the best that's ever lived at doing something and then there are other people that they just they just bring their ass here and they let them run around and do whatever you go go make your decisions. go choose everything and they choose to go suck dick for a crack rock oh, somewhere shit. because and their so fucking life cuz their life is in shambles. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is it's, You're it's right. yeah, okay, like it's just it. all weird. Like you get like yeah, it's a bit weird that yeah. you decided to do that. Like, hmm, that I haven't really heard. Okay, that's interesting. But then they have the best life ever. You know, you create something great with it and the world Absorbs and reaps the benefits of this weird thing that you did. Like that's you a know, good point. Yeah, it's just like pushing scales. You know, like it. It. it there's always something right. that's been a lot of the conversations you and I've been having recently is like trying to be the moral police or the yeah. you know like the the ethics warrior. Listen,
1: you're gonna lose. <laughs> And it's hard. It's really hard because I've been there many times. So once you let that go, wow.
0: And, that, and, and hold on a sec because we need to talk about what it is we're talking about because let that go. What does let that go mean? Oh, like, what are we talking
1: we'll, about? We'll, we'll let sort of this responsibly that responsibility, excuse me. That you, you
0: threw f- that motherfucker together quick. Responsib- you said that responsibly. <laughs> responsibly.
1: Responsibility. Responsibly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> responsibly.
1: All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. The responsibility of Just wanting everyone to just do better and be better. Once you let that idea go.
0: The, is it,
1: okay.
0: You let the responsibility of you making other people better or just the responsibility of witnessing other people getting better? What are you talking about? What response?
1: No, I, 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 that you, we sometimes, I guess some people, certainly me have put on this response or taken on this responsibility of just wanting the best for people and trying to sort of force it upon them.
0: Yeah. Cause I was about to say those, those are two different things. Cause the response,
1: just the way res- you're
0: using the word. Yeah. It's not a responsibility. Yeah, like but to we, want something, but you give
1: yourself that responsibility. You place that upon yourself even to though-
0: make them better. Yes. yes even yes, yes, though
1: yes. that's certainly not, nor it should be right. a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I understand that. Yeah. That's what a lot of people are going through. Yeah, for sure. All the time. Um, I've been having conversations with a a close friend recently. And that's a lot of where they're sort of like locked up right now is, you know, what is the responsibility that I have to this next interaction that I have with this human being? Right, And if it doesn't go the way that I think it ought to go, wasn't it my fault if I took responsibility for it? All right. Well, you know, and then and then. It's, yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a weird place. Or again, it's it's someone that you can't so readily get away from, or you tell yourself you can't readily get away from someone like it's your sister,
1: right, or your parents, exactly, or whomever,
0: and they're something that you would like them to not be.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> you know. Um,
1: well, this and is you actually... think that it
0: would be for their best for their benefit, but it's it's just not. It, it, it. It, it's one of those things again as we talked about yesterday <clears throat> I was at a point in life and I was asking a lot of questions very young 19, 20 years old 21 asking a lot of questions and all of the words all the vocab salads we talk about yes right people just saying a bunch of words asking a bunch of questions sometimes they don't make sense in sequence together it's people trying to get things together they're trying to clear their head they're trying to flesh things out they're trying to refine their thoughts and their understandings and something i didn't get to finish the other day when we were talking about this is one inner dialogue being extremely important oh yeah being able to think through and talk to yourself and say earl a thinks xyz earl b what do you think in going back and forth in your mind in trying to pit two ideas against each other And just doing that with yourself, just think about different ideas and take different standpoints and argue, like argue with that. Um, And you'll just start to understand that ideas are ideas. Ideas are not people. Ideas are ideas. Um, And then external conversation. That dialogue, that external dialogue is extremely important to you. It's just it's just important. Why? Which is why it's like the backbone of therapy.
1: And especially talking to people that don't believe exactly what you believe.
0: Yes, yes, of course.
1: Because then you're just a racist lady <laughs> who sits at table 49 <laughs> oh, geez. in the restaurant that we work at and just says things to you that are absolutely insane and obscene, but she's never had someone tell her about herself, so she doesn't know any better.
0: Yeah. Yikes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, No, but it's, a, it's certainly a hard thing to do, but once you realize that you can just let all of that go and you take accountability of your 100% of your 50% in a relationship <laughs> with another human being. Life gets much better.
0: The 100% of your 50%.
1: I said that right? Yes, okay. you
0: did. And that's, a, and, and that's a great idea that people need to, I, or I feel like would help various people.
1: And I, I should say that you came up with that saying, which I think is very very wise and important, and that, that certainly... Not a clever thing well, I mean, that I just thought about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't know if it's like a new th- It's, it's, it's one, it's just 100%.
1: I think just the way it's formatted, yes. it sounds unlike something I've heard before.
0: Which, which, which touches on two things. One of which we need to go back to is just the, um, the taking very complex ideas and being able to put them into something that is very concise yes. and easy to listen to or understand. And, and what did you just say? Damn! What did you just say?
1: The hundred percent of your fifty percent.
0: And that that idea is simply one hundred percent of me is my business, <laughs> and I get to rule that thing. Yeah. I ultimately make the decisions. For 100% of my being. Now, when you're with someone else, maybe because things aren't formatted this way or you don't, maybe you don't think about them this way, even though, again, it's a simple saying. Yes. 100% of my 50%. That means that when you're with someone and you're, ju- you're just hanging out with someone or you're in a romantic relationship or whatever the case is. I am still, just because I was by myself a second ago, and then I came over here, that doesn't change the fact that I still rule 100% of me. Right. And now, because I'm a part of whatever exchange I'm having with another person, what we have going on would be 100%. But I still rule 100% of 50% of that. Right. Right. of that 50% I own. So if, if you are doing something and you are compelling me to relinquish my autonomy in order to do that thing, I have to follow these set of rules in this given instance or circumstance to appease you but it takes away clearly the choice that I have to do the thing or not it's I have to do it well no I don't I don't have to like I I get what you're saying like it would be nice if I did it it would be nice maybe it would be civil maybe it would be cordial maybe it makes some sense to you maybe there's all sorts of things to say about it but I don't have to do it because I'm 100% of the 50% here. Right. And I think that's where things get fucked up. And, and there are a lot of conversations that clearly have to go on after that because, you know, maybe what I just said doesn't quite make sense. But that is the fact of the matter. And if people understood that, you would give people their space if you were able to talk about what that means for you all then you could, you could give people space and allow them to do the things that they want to do and you wouldn't be so worried about them just doing the things that you want to, them to do. You know, like it, it just, it changes. It, what I've learned most through having all these conversations since I was young, getting to a place where some of the things I say are complex, but some of them are just very, very simple one sentence type of things and there's like oh it's just like this it's because you have to go through a bunch of that you know unearthing of ideas and experiences in order for it to just be settled in a very concise cool calm collected pithy fashion right you know um but what is what is your what is what is your idea what is your taking away from 100% or 50% like what do you what do you think
1: well I think I think it's as you as we spoke about I guess yesterday maybe it was it's one of those very profound or easy ideas that is extremely profound but extremely easy at the same time and I think it's just not only understanding something but fully processing yeah information that truly allows you to understand how simple this truly is but at least how i conceptualize it is more so letting go of social constructs which can be extremely difficult if that's all you've ever known and you've never had a sort of extremely creative and and super open mind because there wasn't a lot of things that you were maybe exposed to to just constantly think about and 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 inquire about so i think realizing that you don't have to do things just because you've done them for the majority of your life can allow you to let people be who they want to be whilst you sharing whatever relationship it is that you want with them and it doesn't have to be You're very traditional by the book, every romance novel, romance movie you've ever seen or whatever it is that you think that your parents are actually doing, but they secretly hate each other Mm. because she's been putting down that ugly ass, small ass plate on that table for 20 years. And you slap her in the face because you've never told her, I fucking hate you. And I hate this plate. So
0: Jordan B. Peterson reference. Yes. Um,
1: he didn't actually slap her. He just smashed it down. Right? Yes,
0: yes, yes. And, and, it, and it and it also wasn't Jordan B. Peterson. It was no, a, it was a, a story. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I think it was Jordan's dad. Yeah. Jordan's
0: Some, dad. Yeah. Something like It was that. like father-in-law or something, something like that.
1: Something like that. But yeah, yeah. no, I think, I think it just has to do with social construct. That has been very difficult for me to accept because having eye-opening experiences are very cool, but they're also very shocking. Mm. Because you see something that you've been doing for your whole life, but you've Never actually known that you were doing this thing, or you were being this person. So that's a very funky place to be in. But then, once you realize you can let all of that go, life gets on awesome. the back
0: end of humiliation comes triumph.
1: Earl Lonnie Hooks. Actually, we don't know if anyone has actually said that before. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I, I don't. But I don't care. It, I like, think they it's, can take it.
1: I think it's a great it, it's hook. a
0: good saying, regardless of who said it. Yes. And. That that is a super duper fact. You yeah. just have you have to go through those times. You just have to be humiliated. You come out on the other end. You get stronger. As long and as you as so long as better. you decide to look at the truth and the facts and you process that information and you remain humble and you remain truthful with yourself and truthful with other people,
1: and that's it's a really, lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And that's really it because we also just spoke about this is accepting truth. And I think your friend. Hmm. Maybe mention this as well about being truthful or just dealing with truth in in a very serious manner can be very difficult. Like completely truthful. Not I tell the truth, but I tell 50,000 white lies a day. Like truly honest with yourself and with people around
0: you. When was the last time you looked at a clock and was disappointed about the time that it showed?
1: Um. I think it's, it's certainly been, it's been a post COVID experience for me. So in the past two years, cause I was certainly, I was experiencing boredom pre COVID and then my life changed when so, I got locked up so in the So the house.
0: last time you looked at a clock and you saw the time and you were like, fuck, that was pre COVID.
1: Yes. So that was at some point in 2019. Maybe a little bit in, like, the first COVID months. But certainly towards the better half. And every day after that, hmm. I haven't experienced an answer to that. All because of mindfulness meditation. That's really one of my life change. So.
0: I know, man. Like and I know it sounds crazy. No, 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 no. Because I haven't talked, like, at length about mindfulness meditation in quite a bit, I feel like. Yeah. So I think we're kind of due time. for one.
1: Okay, because I'm ready for that. Yeah, because... Cause it's not because I know that I say that, and the way that you even interacted with it, I feel like as a guru of sorts, trying to like tell you like this is not some hippy dippy shit.
0: Uh, I don't even. I I'm not even worried. Listen, people. Again, my friend just asked me the other day if I if I worry or concern myself with the way that people perceive me. Or, yeah. Or the, or if I worry or concern myself with the way that I act, bleeding out into other people's behavior, you know, and them picking it up, me inspiring.
1: Yeah, no, you can do what you're made with this.
0: That's that's yeah, my whole you point. Can do what it's made, my it's my same certainly. answer back, which is I just just know. I I, I Cuz
1: I'm not putting is, hate out into the world. This is this is my
0: experience with something. Yeah. We just talk about it and it is it, it is what it, it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and people that rock with it, rock with it and people that don't, they don't.
1: That's cool.
0: It's been so interesting going through life and being able to like, track these huge moments. Mhm. Because again, whoever coined "fuck" that little phrase I just said about triumph, <laughs> triumph and humiliation,
1: eye-opening.
0: Whoever coined "eye-opening" was a fucking genius. Was a genius. It's very true. Because it, how like, like how does it feel like that? Like it feels like. You have opened your eyes again. Or you're seeing again.
1: something for the first time. Or there was time. like
0: a different filter has been added. Or some added. glasses. Something. Yeah, something. Yeah, because that's the best way. That's the best way. I think way. that's because that's how I feel. Because everyone, everyone has... A lot of people have gotten glasses. People's a eyes like fucking sucks. Yeah. So a lot of people have gotten glasses or they've looked through someone's glasses or they, it's something. They understand telescopes, microscopes. They understand mm-hmm. the idea. I believe... I've talked about this before, but I believe it was Mikey that didn't know he needed glasses. Oh, yeah. And then he, he and thinking. you had two friends yeah, that I did had this. I had two friends. And,
1: and one was pregnant and blind. So she was driving at night. Uh, yeah. She used to go to JMU in the evenings to finish her bachelor's degree. And she was pregnant with her daughter. And she is just like trying to fall very, very far behind so she doesn't hit anyone.
0: Mm, yeah. Well, at least that.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but you only At see least shadows. That. Yeah, that's crazy. But I'm sorry,
0: all these people that needed glasses and they didn't really know it. Like she didn't even really know how bad. Oh, maybe that was another one. But no, no, that was the one you're talking about. Yeah, she didn't know how bad oh, yeah, her eyesight was. Both
1: of them couldn't see textures or dust.
0: But yet they didn't know their eyesight was bad. They didn't know that. Well,
1: they didn't know any better. That textures and
0: dust were not a thing. Exactly. So Mikey went and he fucking got glasses. For some reason, I don't know why it finally got around that. Like, I think you need glasses. But he got them and he texted the chat. and was like, what the fuck is this? I can't believe this is what y'all have been looking at this whole time. This is insane. And I just, I couldn't. I mean, I can't imagine. Now, what happened to him when he put on some bifocals and was able to see the world? He was able to see textures and colors in a different way, and you know, things on people like patterns right. on people's faces and just all sorts of things. It's crazy that what I'm going to say next will be taken as exaggeration compared to that because I think it feels the same. I think that when you go through a truly revelatory, eye-opening experience, I, I, Earl, Lonnie Hooks, I don't know what other people go through, have looked out, have like woken up or gotten out of a certain experience or a meditation and just walked out and I understood through a series of events that had taken place maybe that day or that week or that month that there was a verge, that there was a breakthrough about yes, to happen. Yes. Like there was going to be another shift in perspective and my vision was going to change because I know that now. Like right. I know when those times are bubbling up, when, when I'm feeling them, what needs to happen in order for me to process them and come out anew. I have it like down. But to have that experience and to look out like you got new glasses and you are seeing the world in a much more refined, magnified, true way. But this is the crazier part is that when these niggas get glasses, I don't know what's going on in optometry right now, but I'd have to say that if I get you Your prescribed glasses—that's the best that you're. That's the best sight you're gonna get. I I don't know what else they have out there, but like if you make them thicker, then it's it's a different prescription. Like if I give you these glasses that are prescribed for you, it's going to help your very unique precision. You know, your vision be exactly where it needs to be. These eye-opening experiences keep happening so right. imagine you going and getting glasses and didn't know you need them and you're like whoa this is insane life is amazing it's so much better than it was and then three months later your doctor calls you it's like oh var marie you hey back. i know you, i we gave you them glasses you gotta come back we got some new actually stuff. i don't even know what these niggas doing anymore
1: <laughs> they got
0: different glasses i, I just thought All it was right. just the magnification for you I, I don't know what they putting in these glasses but it's different and you go back and you put on different glasses and you feel like your vision got better and you're like wait like i just
1: i was just seeing things fine like it was just fine that's a, that's a great great analogy it
0: was me. just fine nothing yeah. was i didn't see anything wrong and then but now it's like clearer it's just like me moving from that goddamn iphone se to this 12 that mikey gave me shout out to mikey you saved my life thank you it's a different camera. It just—it's it's a different. different.
1: It's a different.
0: You're like you're like. It can be that way. It can be that that clear of a picture. This fuck this little Roku TV I got in here. You see some of the joints they got in Best Buy. Some of the, the TVs look like you can fall inside of them. <laughs> they look like you can interact with the motherfuckers inside the you're TV. Right. The TVs look crazy these days. Those the those pitch-
1: those 3D TVs are
0: crazy. Oh, there's, there's just, they're just—I don't even understand them.
1: They're insane. They scare me.
0: <laughs> I, 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 i've run out i don't even like i don't know what's going on in there <laughs> oh, anymore. it's just out. getting ridiculous
1: it's crazy. that's no it's crazy stuff like you cannot do drugs and watch it an-
0: i saw beads of sweat <laughs> rolling off a, a nigga's <laughs> face it, i mean in them be like i saw the beads like i saw like the three dimensions right. to the the sweat coming off a dudes mm. like he was playing tennis and it was like a, you almost touched it. I was I I kinda <laughs> wanted to touch the screen. It was crazy. So what the fuck am I talking about? Um these
1: new glasses, d- these experiences. D- but but, but new. for th- but that's how they but, feel. But, that's but, exactly but, but, but how the, they feel.
0: But, but it's but it's crazy because it ain't just the three months later. You go home, your doctor calls you again in three months or six months, and he's like, hey, you gotta come back. They ain't even glasses no more. This ain't even glass. They, these, they just putting crystals in here now. <laughs> we, we just, we don't even look through glass no more. It's just we looking through crystals now. They're putting amethyst in these. It's crazy, and it just keeps happening. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's awesome, insane, and and it, it doesn't just change the way that you view things visually, but it, it clearly. It, clearly, that vision came with a way of of your being and your patterns being impressed upon yeah so it's the way that you interact with nature with the with the world around you
1: yeah it's, it's just it's sort of looking at yourself and how and how you do a certain thing or view a certain thing or feel about a certain thing in a way that you've never thought about interacting with before. Like, you've, you've never thought about doing this thing that you've done for the past 26 years of your life. But for some reason, like, now you see this thing differently. And you've never had that thought run across your mind before. And that's a crazy experience. Yeah, I mean, it could be super awesome if it's a very cool thing. And then it could be... Pretty. On the back
0: end of humiliation <laughs> comes triumph.
1: Yes, and then it could be the worst in the world and then maybe if you recognize it and do allow it to be there and process it to come out triumphant
0: and that's why i I, you know i've been saying this thing recently to you bathed in blessings like that's just that's just that's just how i feel i think about it often i think about impermanence on this planet often um and i think about the I've been like, the blessings have been just so apparent. Yes. They've been so abundance. much more self-evident, you know, recently in my life. And they're just everywhere. Like you just count them off. I'm warm right now because I want to be or I'm cold right now because it's- I want to be. <laughs> Like what, like, what do you want to say? It's everything. Like, we got food. If you want, we got the wine. We got You want to just sit down and do a podcast real quick? That's cool. I got all this equipment. We can just record a podcast, snacks, put it out so our friends water. can listen to it. We got snacks. I got this new book because I got a f- great friend that gave me a new a book and a new phone. Like, what's up? Like, everything. having great time at my job, walking we through the garden. We have money to
1: do potentially whatever we wanted to in our regular human lives right now. Yeah, like at the moment we could there's not many things we couldn't do and that's a ridiculous and again the
0: money's thing. just and that's just tip of the iceberg for me because and then
1: your mental fortitude your mental mental
0: trust. fortitude and and I say all this to come back to this one blessing in particular which I don't mind looking through the darkness
1: no never that I didn't realize that I never I wouldn't mind it until later in life I don't know if I've always been this person but i certainly have become it and i have fallen i guess so deeply in love with it that i forget that this is not most people's default and if anything they're not looking as honestly and as deeply into the darkness as someone like me is yeah and i forget that because to me it just is the only thing that makes sense and it feels so natural like I, it just it truly feels a hundred percent just like it belongs.
0: What's funny is again we are, we speak in these like sm- small mystical sort of ways. We're talking about looking <laughs> into the darkness. What are you talking
1: about? Oh, that is true. Maybe <laughs> I should say that. Just just truly accepting the very true and and maybe shameful parts of yourself. Like truly recognizing yourself for for what you are, and that could be having an eye opening experience of maybe you being extremely selfish and ungrateful. And you certainly don't think you are that person. You most certainly think you don't behave that way. And then all of a sudden, you see that that's maybe the only thing that you have been for the past six months, three months, whatever it may be.
0: And so this very first point we got on was being the moral police, the, the, you know, the ethic hero. Yes. And feeling like you have to do everything at all costs to make sure you're making the correct moral decision. And, you know, people get caught up trying to figure out all these things like what is right what is like what is yeah you know when because then once you take away some of the preconceived connotations this is why getting outside of your mind and breaking social constructs is difficult because once you and this is why they exist because once you break out of social constructs you're kind of just like left sitting there
1: yeah, then you have to make your own decisions. Wondering
0: what's going on. Like, okay, now who do I, who do I go to? You know, do who, who do I go to? That's yeah, that that resonates with me. Is it like a religious person? Is it a secular person? Like what? Like who has the right information? Who's going to get me to this place? Because I, w- I was thinking about it on the drive here. Actually, mm. I was like, man how crazy is this blessing? Think about this. We're not, you and I, we're not always right.
1: Right.
0: Right. And and you, there has to be course correction sometimes. Right. But they're usually small. Yeah. But, um, but imagine what resonates with you, what feels right to you, where you think, people are heading the right way or they're, they're steering you into greener pastures.
1: Yeah.
0: Turns out at some point after you've been doing it for a long time to be fucking hell. Like it turns out to be the worst decisions you could have made. You've been going the wrong way. You've came a long way, but you went the wrong way. (laughs) Right. For a long time. How crazy of a mind fuck is that? Where you're like, I I was following my intuition. I thought that the people were saying the right things. I was trying to go the right way. It's not like I was being negligent. I was trying.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just ended up in some weird ass place. The blessing of what resonating with you and what you like truly listening to that thing and going down that path, turning out to be a prosperous path. Think about that because your intuitions could be off. You could be you there could be so many things like malfunctions you have going on neurologically, you know, just
1: so many factors. So
0: so many, so factors. many factors. You could just be again you, you don't as you were saying before, you don't know enough. You were maybe you were coddled, you, you you didn't experience enough, you didn't get out and you weren't able to hear different people again, as you were saying, with different perspectives and different walks of life different interests yeah. so yeah. you just you thought you were doing the right thing and now you're just ended up in your some fucking crazy basement about to have someone perform a ritual on you because you think that's that's it and fuck what do i know maybe it is and maybe that's your way but
1: maybe not <laughs> you know what i just watched that made me think of all of this I, I think you're familiar. I'm a big fan. Something most of the time of the soft white underbelly channel. I think I don't it's know.
0: Made, I don't know about it.
1: You've shown me some videos um Oh, it's
0: just Franny. it's just it's just a guy that yeah, ju- just
1: Yeah, Mark Latia something like that is his name. His name is Mark something.
0: Okay, he's a guy that just interviews yeah, people. Yeah, people
1: from usually um what is it called that's street in, in uh
0: degenerate
1: I, no it's oh, called just, death row
0: uh, oh it's, no no but it's not just people on death row it's all sorts of people it's just
1: no but the street I thought it was like death row that area oh homeless it's a place people. yeah that's in California oh is that why death row records is death row records maybe I don't know oh. but I don't know if that's actual an actual street name or if they just coined it death row but that's sort of what what it's called there's plenty I know it's like Figaro or something like that plenty and that's what schoolboy Q's from oh really that's pretty crazy so i i watch those videos because which i just started to recently i hadn't probably in like a year or so because it just really intrigues me to see all kind of the lost beauty in people that get completely consumed By many things of living on the street because there's a lot of very, very bright people that could have an amazing future, but they're just completely lost.
0: Yo, Mikey and I have talked about it on here. The other day,
1: Hmm. now
0: I sent you a video. The other day when duty wasn't here, giving me the rundown about drill music.
1: Oh, I never watched that video. I forgot about it. Oh, that's okay. We'll watch it. I'm so glad that you reminded me. I forgot. I don't know if I'm ready for that.
0: Don't have, just don't know. Don't have and don't know is what these young boys are.
1: Right.
0: They don't have and they don't don't have experience. They don't have knowledge of how great the world is, how big it is, how grand it is.
1: Well, I'm sorry, and I, I... me, i brought that up because this crazy story i was going to tell you if it's of this lady she's a sex offender and she's a sex offender because her father molested her <clears throat> and she obviously didn't know that that was truly wrong maybe that's what she says never really dealt with it she connects with this gentleman who then asks her to molest her own child an eight-year-old boy she met this guy online
0: She met a guy online and the guy said, could you molest, could you come molest my child? No,
1: your child and let me watch. Oh. So the type of men she was looking for, I'm sure, were involved with this sort of lifestyle. And this is something that she was familiar with. And she said that while she was hesitant, I think it's an extremely intricate story and I cannot speak on the actual, I guess, details of it. Because obviously, not only do I not know, I haven't read anything about it. This is just her account, her version of the story. And essentially, she said this and she saw so much sort of incest throughout her family that she conceptualizes in a way because she certainly did not get any help nor was helped to deal with any of this information or any of this trauma. This was communicated to her as a form of really truly showing someone that you care about them. Like, this is a very deep way of connecting with someone you really loved. Mm. And that you would want to have extremely profound connections with your close ones. Mm. And while she said that she thought for a moment it could be wrong, the fact that she was even in this situation alone, so close to to doing something as, as insane as this, you know, didn't really deter her from doing it. And she did. And she most certainly recognizes how... So
0: she wouldn't molest her child while men watched, or at least I, while one guy they, watched?
1: Yeah, yeah I, and I think they – it happened, I think, maybe once or twice. But nonetheless, it happened. Hmm. And she went to prison for a very long time, and and obviously she's a convicted sex offender for the rest of her life. But it's one of those stories of she didn't really maybe know any better truly. Like, no hmm. one really said, hey, don't you ever molest your son. Like, maybe that's not a concept that this person had truly ever heard, mm. seen, or or truly understood. Yeah. So, it's certainly not an excuse for that well, behavior, but. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, it's, it's not. It depends on what you mean by excuse. Like, it doesn't excuse the situation, if well, that's course, what you mean. Yes, it yes, doesn't excuse the charge. That's what I mean. It, the thing is, you know, and, and this is a hard sell. People don't like to hear it, but we're all failing. I told you yeah. this the other day. Yeah, we're, yeah, like, yeah, we're for all sure. failing. Like, when you think about people that just continue to make erroneous decisions right. day after day, year after Stuff. year, and they're fucking 37, 42 at the time, <sighs> and they're making real weird, creepy, whatever type of decisions. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? It's hard. You have to understand.
1: Can't be the moral police.
0: You're, no, it's not even that. It's just that you're saying, what the fuck is wrong with this guy, but are you telling that guy? That's the problem with the guy.
1: You're not telling.
0: You're not telling him. Not telling him shit. But also, like, and, 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 where and, is
1: that line? Because we've spoken about this too. Like, when do you interview? Listen, him? I, I don't. I'm not telling
0: people life is easy. I'm not yeah. saying that you need to run up to everybody that yeah. you see doing something wrong and go try to correct them. That's definitely not what I'm saying. Because yeah. you, you, if you, if you go out a day you have off of work and you go out and that's your mission to clean up the streets by every time you <laughs> see someone doing something wrong, you go tell them. I promise you, within twenty four hours, you will have your ass whooped.
1: Right, easy. I mean, that's extremely true.
0: Depending upon where you're from, you might it might be number one. <laughs> it might be the first person you try. Oh shit! It might be our one you get your ass whooped. So no, you don't need to do that. But the, the just the point is, we all fail each other. No, you're right. It, people don't just grow up in a vacuum somewhere. They grow up in schools and camps and. All sorts all sorts of shit all the time. Yeah. At home. And there are various people not doing what they ought to have done. Now, first people to blame are the parents. For sure. They were the first. Right. And then after that, whoever comes after that, whoever was there the most amount, if they got a nanny, if there was whoever was yeah. there. Now some of that power is being taken away from teachers because teachers can't do nearly what they used to be able to do, or else they'll get fired if they make a kid cry. So Teachers can't really teach these days. They just I yeah. mean, they just got to do what the school tells them to do. They don't really... I'm not really buying that they got... They can't... It's like a fucking failing grade is... It's almost impossible to get. I
1: heard that... I, well, the thing is, I'm also very disconnected at how much things have changed because I went to a public high school but you couldn't do whatever the fuck you wanted
0: i i've had teacher friends since i've graduated That's true. i've right, had right. about so, three or four teacher I'm, friends i'm certainly
1: out of the loop and, and listening to that i had no idea oh yeah i had no idea that that was the case you can do whatever you want what is what is an f like a 30
0: it's like a fucking 20 47 and below or something like that it's something crazy
1: a b is is a 70 something
0: man to an 80 something it's it's whatever it's it's whatever it's whatever you want it to be people are just like people thank you taking a mental health break fuck you bitch like you just do whatever you want i don't know if it's that deep but you can do all sorts of things i think
1: that you could say that and people would take advantage of that like you could have anything because if i say that and then you're gonna tell me no you're not so why like why do they get to say it and take a mental health break but you don't believe that. That's what I mean. So it's one of those things that gets tricky.
0: It all gets tricky. Everybody's failing
1: yes. to some
0: degree. We're not speaking up. We don't want to have the no. conversations, and there are a lot of things that that stop that from being the case. You want to be nice. You want to be, yeah. You know, the nice parent at the PTA meetings. You know, you don't want to speak up. You don't want to cause too much of a ruckus, or you're at your job and you don't want to be the person that. It's constantly bitching so people don't like you or right. like you just or you want to be likable. So you just don't want to tell people about themselves all the time or you just realize it's,
1: that it's hard. That's
0: just not your. Pl- exactly. It's hard. So that's why when it comes to making all these decisions on a day to day basis, it's just a world full of people just doing their best, doing what they know.
1: But that's 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 the best way that that I've heard karma be explained that I agree with, which is the the way that what do you call it?
0: What do I call karma? It's
1: something you have a, a word for it, like a practical word and then karma after it. But anyways, they just you're going to be or trying to be a very cool, nice, open, honest, receptive, not judgmental in a super weird way type of person. Therefore, that's going to be extremely receptive unless you're a sociopath, which those are, there's not that many of them. Therefore, the chances of you having a pleasant interaction are going to be extremely high, and that doesn't have to be at the forefront of your mind, or really at any point in time in your mind, for that to be the case. As long as you are these things.
0: That was you're speaking more back on my answer to my friend yes, earlier. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. That's what, yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Which is
1: which we spoke about, and I understand is is a very difficult. It's one of those things. A very easy but very complex.
0: Everything that Indian. is profound on the planet Earth that one. will ever be profound to a human being mm-hmm. has already been d- discussed. It's already been unearthed. And I mean that in a sense of not knowledge and going to the fucking moon. I'm talking about things that are going to be essential to human beings. Meaning whether you're on the moon or you're on planet Earth, there's still going to be essentials that are very important as a human being with a human being mind. Unless Elon Musk change all that shit with Neuralink. I
1: don't know Neuralink, so, but. So.
0: Everything is simple. Yeah. I can I can tell you everything that's important in a very simple way right now. Like every everything in the world. Because it's already been said. You're right. It's already been done. We ha- continue to have discussion about why certain things are wise or if there's another way that we can do it. But people just keep coming back to the same stuff. Right. You resisting who other people are. And wanting to change other people wanting to manipulate the world around you wanting to have a you you are a speck of dust
1: literally in in
0: like
1: this is because we're so so centered like, like just think
0: about like if you could just think of just a picture of a galaxy like our galaxy you one if you're picturing what you ought to be picturing right now, you don't even see the planet Earth. You don't even see yeah,
1: the Milky Way.
0: Yeah, yeah, you don't see any of that stuff. You just see a bunch of stars and in fucking intergalactic Dark. colors and purples and, la- and magentas and blues and blacks and white specks. Then within there, you have our little ass solar system with Sun and Jupiter and Neptune and all these cute things going on. <laughs> and you have Earth all of earth and then you have you and the whole entire planet and and, and then you have your ego inside of you like
1: dictating your life
0: get the fuck out of here
1: but isn't that crazy that that is the most powerful thing in the world pride is the devil j cole said it pride
0: is the devil that was gonna hold on me i think it's gotta hold on me
1: yes it's difficult it's what we were speaking about with Takeoff, getting killed.
0: Oh, yeah, Takeoff, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. to the, the third of the Meagles. Yeah. Over a dice game. Crazy. Is this what you're getting at? Like, what are you yeah. getting at? What are you getting at? What are
1: you getting at? Uh, like, all these young, successful men could literally be doing anything that they wanted,
0: but they couldn't. And you like and I watched a back. show called Ozark. It's a Netflix series. Yes. And there's a time where you have Ruth Langmore, who's like. Um, super rich and filthy rich at this time she's been selling heroin and running she a casino and being paid for it <laughs> yeah. and she she's on top of the world but she could leave and she could leave the trailer park that she grew up in
1: but she can't
0: with her cousin but they're having a discussion amongst one another and they're like where would we go what would we do right they I mean, just let's throw a number. They have, let's say, fifty million in the bank.
1: Right, something crazy.
0: And they're asking each other questions like, "Where could we possibly go? What could we do? It ain't the money.
1: It's never the it's money. It's the
0: mindset. Well, and wait. that's and that's what I was. That's why I brought up the drill music with duty. Is we're talking about a bunch of young children, in you know, fucking Atlanta. Maybe there's some out in Texas. I don't know where all this drill music is popping up. Definitely Chicago, New York. And these are just a bunch of kids. We're talking about age 14 to 18. And they're just making songs about killing ops. You didn't and,
1: you, 14 to 18? Yeah, they're they're kids. These are all kids. I thought these were a grown 30-plus-year-old. No, men. these are children. Oh, that's a huge huge detail you left out
0: i thought that you understood that these were young people making music these are not old people don't make the music from old people are big sean j cole kendrick Lamar, like you like once you, and and then even once you do get to other people that are more thug related like you know those guys you know the well, older, I just thought that these
1: were like different Sort of underground rappers.
0: No, no, no. These are these mainstream 35 million view on YouTube. These are teenagers. Teenage people popping in the streets both ways. Oh, you know what I'm man. saying? And they're and they're out here and they're killing each other, but that's and that's not even the crazy part. <laughs> the killing each other is not even the crazy part. The crazy part is is that they make song after song about it. They make these videos. They it put, must be
1: a game. They
0: put people's... We're getting there. They're putting people's names in the songs.
1: That's crazy. They're like their government they're, name?
0: No, they're usually like I their get, street okay. name. But everybody who
1: knows. who cares
0: knows what they're talking about. One, because their friend just died. Right. And two, because I'm looking at your music video. Right. Like I know who you're talking about. Oh, God. And people that are listening are catching on. It's It's nastily akin to like the wrestling federation or WWE or whatever the fuck is called these days because it's something that is real but fake and it's gripping.
1: What do you mean fake?
0: So, you know why it's real clearly because people are killing you. It's fake because there's this element where they're making the music. And I can only imagine, I remember what it was like to be 14, 15, 16. Right. Years old. You'd do anything to be hot, to be cool, to be on top of the street. Everybody you know is like, oh, that's that dude. The women, the, the, the girls being like, oh my God, like he just came out with a new music video. Imagine being 15 years old, because this great. is who Fresh Prince was, by the way, Will Smith. Was imagine he, being, he, well, he was, he was, he put out his, him and Jazzy Jeff put out their album when he was a senior in high school. He became Fresh Prince when he was 18 in high school. Imagine mm. being any of these people and you put something out that gets 42 million views and you're, and you're like a, a freshman in high school.
1: That's, that must be crazy.
0: Everyone in the school knows who you are because you are you have 42 million views on YouTube. Probably you pop everyone in. in your area. You pop Hmm. You are the celebrity of the school. Star quarterback? Fuck him. Do you know me? Yeah, <laughs> star basketball players, start whoever, whoever doing whatever in here. Well,
1: what was that name? What are you Young Wappa with Choppa?
0: Young Whopper with the Choppa.
1: That's his real name or his rap name. Of yes, course, but that's Young Whopper with the Choppa is crazy.
0: And there, that's crazy. so. There's this huge theatrical part of this, this Sounds element so where, heavy. yes, they're killing because they're ops. Right, because we live on different it's sides fake of the city. because
1: this is real.
0: Well, it's fake because none of it's real as far as just like the cities, the street names, all yeah, that sort of stuff. But it's more so because at a certain point, I'm I'm playing into this because I know that this is a, now a spectator sport.
1: Right. I gotta keep killing.
0: Because I'm making videos about it. I'm making music about it. That's what the music is that's where the inspiration wow. comes from I have to kill in order to make the music like that's what we talking we're talking about killing people so we have to kill people in order to talk about it in the music in order
1: that's, to, that's a crazy reality but but, but to even
0: have. deeper than that the people are loving it
1: right
0: so it's like right. now so now it's like you and this other gang like kill each other but you know you got a world of people watching you do it and you making videos about it and it's theatrical and you're young. Like add, twirl all this stuff up. You're a young kid eager to be seen and be heard. And make money. You're you're easily impressionable. So you grew up in a neighborhood where people kill, they sell drugs, they do all this weird stuff, right? Not weird stuff, but just stuff that comes out of places like that. Right. There are other people that do the same thing. You guys are killing each other for regular street things, but now you're in a day and age where you can make music and upload videos and music on on all the social platforms whenever you want to. And so now you're it's it's just like this whole theater event. That's what's craziest to me is I think it's much deeper than just people killing each other on the street. This yeah. whole music and theatrical element to it adds a completely different cry to help. Than this. Like, it's it's so, it's it's wild. Because it's like you're watching, like people would watch wrestling. Oh, what's going to happen next? What's the new storyline they're going to cook up? What's the next thing? Yeah, a lot of it's real. Like, those are real athletes slamming each other down and hitting each other with chairs. Like, those are real athletes. But the storyline, is some things I'm certain are fake. Most of it's probably fake. And then there's a couple real things because there are real people involved. So I'm certain there's some real beef in wrestling. Right. But... Yeah, a lot of that stuff is for the people watching. It's for the people watching. It, that's what's crazy about it. That's the craziest part. That, that, is,
1: that is such a crazy reality to have. To that be your life as such a... Really at any age, but when you're 14. Because look, the way that we look at life and that we see life... Because that's what I think of when I watch a lot of these soft white underbelly videos is like, wow, you're never going to experience the happiness and the joy and, and the health that I've, I've touched in just a matter of two and a half years. Hmm. So I can only fathom what hopefully awaits me in the next 5, 10, 15 years of my life. But you've been on these streets for the past 30 years. I think.
0: Those <laughs> new glasses that just keep getting put on, yeah. you know, month after month.
1: It's just crazy.
0: Season after season.
1: Like not, not having the mental fortitude and or support because some people have the support, but they just don't have. don't have They have the them. support
0: in some ways more than others.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely many ways of su- supporting. But yeah, no, I, I, feel, I feel extremely, extremely lucky and blessed. And I know that I, I certainly get lost and forget to recognize what an awesome, awesome life that I have. Yeah, no, it's. You could be 14 and killing for a living because that TikTok video is going to go crazy. It's going to go crazy.
0: Bless everyone.
1: Yeah, man. They're all just. Bathed in blessings
0: for everyone. Um, all doing their best. I'm ready to continue the evening outside of this. Cool. All right, cool. We ready do to do, do this? You got any last words? I'm just playing. Oh. I don't have any of those. All right. Thank you, everybody. I love oh, you, everybody.